Welcome to Sorry If I Spit When I Speak. Today we're going to talk about potential picks in the first round for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, obviously, we've all heard the recent rumors about the Bengals being interested in the first, in a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, right. I mean, obviously, you 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 have a QB coach uh, who who is uh, coming as a head coach for the first time. His signature, the way he will be judged, is in the QB position. It's only logical that he's going to he's going to want to shape and mold uh, his own uh, uh, pick here, cube for QB. I mean, he, he he's got. And you know, I'm betting that the the Blackburn and Brown family has given him free reign. Even though they're being very cheap with all the other positions, I my bet is that they are giving him free reign when it comes to the QB position. That's just how I feel. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's possible. Yeah, it's, it's possible. It's probable. It's possible. It's probable. Well, uh, yeah, but okay. So we want to talk about uh, potential outcomes here. Okay, right. Okay. So we know that Kyler Murray is going to be off the board at number eleven, and we know the Bengals are not going to trade all the way up to the number one pick. We know that, right? Maybe. They may so, not even trade up five spots for a quarterback. Yeah, we are not. Yeah. So so I look at this, John, and tell me if I'm wrong. So here's the quarterback situations of the teams picking ahead of us. Okay. The Cardinals are either going to go with Murray or Rosen, right? Mm-hmm. Are they first? They're, they're first. first. Yeah. It's oh. either either they trade Rosen and take Murray or they stick with Rosen one more year. They're basically they're, like they're, they're in talks of trading Rosen to Washington at this moment. They're taking Murray until they don't take him, I think, is how we have to look at it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Murray. Okay. Uh, so, and then so, I look so let's just before we move on, before we move on, no chance we get a Rosen then. Zero chance. Oh, man. I don't say zero, John. I don't 0. say zero. 0.01. Oh, I say one percent. I say one percent, John. Man, you're you're being under. You're just being pessimistic. It's like one to two percent. First, the Mueller dossier. Now this, huh? Well, I don't get it. It's just been a bad week, man. Been a bad few weeks. I don't. I don't. I don't. There's I don't, no justice in the world. The Bengals need a good QB. They could have got Rosen. That's all I'm saying. And. and Mueller report was supposed to have more exciting, uh, spicy stuff in it. I haven't seen anything. All right, all right. We're getting off track here. So I want to go back to uh, football. So 49ers, the, the, the San Francisco 49ers, they're not getting a quarterback. No right? way. Yeah, because no they way. have, yeah, they have, they have Jimmy G. They're, he's the they're future star. He's the future star of the NFL. Well, well, the well he is their, he's their player for right now. The Jets, Sam Donald. The Raiders, you know, they're, they're really trying to help out Derek Carr here. I think they're going to give him another year with John Gruden. They paid him a lot of money. So I don't Derek think Carr they awesome. Derek, They would be fools to get rid of him or do anything. But Derek Carr is awesome. He's the most underrated QB in the NFL. Mark okay. my words. Okay. And then you have the uh, the Bucks, the Buccaneers, who they just picked. They just got Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians, John, correct me if I'm wrong. But he believes in Winston, and that's the reason he took the job. I, I, I believe when he says that he wants to win with Winston. I, and I think, I think Winston has one year left on his contract, but I still think that they're going to try to elevate him right now and, and, and just focus on the contract later. I think they're sticking with him. Yeah. Yeah, so, so let's take the, the Buccaneers out of it, yeah. right? The Giants, now, I know it's just a rumor, but it's not far-fetched that they are offering Eli Manning an extension. Is that true, that's John? dumb. That is dumb. 
It's also but, very possible because they have a really dumb general manager, David Gettleman. Right, so. yeah, they, they probably just want to sell off all the Manning jerseys first. Maybe that's what it is. Because, I mean, this guy, he's got no future. He's, he's over. He's, 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 he's Manning is, is fine for what they want to do, and that's run with Saquon Barkley 40 times a game. It's a fine strategy if it's, like, 1999, but it's 2019, and you exactly. need a quarterback to win. So the Giants they, can do whatever they want. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. But they won't take they are, they, the Giants are dead to me and John. Go there, you next. Okay, okay. Jaguars. Jaguars just gave Nick Foles a big deal. That is Super Bowl, Super yeah, Bowl favorites. Super Bowl favorites. Please, yeah, go ahead. Because you have to balance with like, okay, Nick Foles is Nick Foles, and we haven't seen him succeed outside I'm, of Philadelphia. I'm not sure I'm, I'm following you. <laughs> but the, the, I think it. I think it was four years, fifty something million guaranteed. It's still possible they take one at seven. And I think they're. They were big fans of Dwayne Haskins in the process, but it's just it just feels like that's a lot of money going to Foles to then draft someone in this year and have him sit on the bench for two years because they're gonna start Foles for two years. And that's that that can't be like d- disputed because of the money that they gave him. So I think right now we can tentatively put him out of the quarterback race at, at seventh overall. Even though if I were to sign Nick Foles, I would probably want to draft a quarterback. I just wouldn't throw him all that guaranteed money. Well, well, let's be honest. Nick Foles only—he just turned thirty, I think, right? He's turning thirty this offseason. Yeah, he's a baby. That's yeah, that's young for a quarterback. They gave him the money, but he's what like a, a, a two-year starter. Well, it doesn't matter. The point is, they have a veteran team. They want to win now. There's no rush. It's not a great QB class. You know what I mean? Like they spent all that money on all that defense, and now they want to try to get something out of no, it but, before it's too late. But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Like Nick Foles is like a, an ideal quarterback to start and have a quarterback kind of groom under him for a year, but they paid him so much money over the next two or three years that it's just not going to be a viable plan. They kind of just just essentially took themselves out of it, if you will. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'm saying even if they wanted to groom someone, they can wait a year to the next quarterback class. There's no rush, you know what I mean? They can wait yeah. and have Nick Foles starting. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. a six, seven win season, so they'll be right back into it. Sixteen win season, yeah. That's six, it. Six, six, seven win season. Oh, 16 and 7. That's, 67 that's more games than we have. He's, he's, doing the, he, he's doing this on purpose, John. Let me explain. He does this on purpose. Here's here's the thing. He is classive passive aggressive, okay? No, no. Deep down, I've deep never down, that. That deep down, he, deep is... down oh, hold on. Deep down, he loves Nick Foles just the way I love Nick Foles. But whereas I ridiculous. come out, whereas Hoji, whereas Hoji come I feel, out. I feel, I'm sorry. Hold on, I'm okay. sorry. Oh, I feel oh, like oh. I'm putting on trial here. It's like a wizard chase or something, like a sorcerer oh. pursuit or something. Yeah, a witch this hunt, is ridiculous. A witch hunt, a witch no, 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 no. I'm a saying it's hunt? like you're looking for something that's not there. This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, you fascist. Listen to me for one second, okay? Let me ask you a question. You are live on the air. Oh no, 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 no. Where did you go? Where did you go? Don't, don't. I'm saving face. Okay, I need okay. to wipe yeah. his off his brow. We are live on the air. Is Andy Dalton a good starting QB for the Bengals? We haven't we even got to the Bengals yet. No, no, no. I want to show you how passive I said this. I said this. No, 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 no. I said this when Logie was on the show. Logie said he thinks Dalton is the is like the second best quarterback on the Bengals roster. I said he might be the first best quarterback on the Bengals roster. There you go. Remember and, that? And the, and John, this is exactly what he just did to you. He loves Nick Foles deep down. He's got the itch and he's got the hankering for Nick Foles just the way Hoji does. But see, I Hoji dumb. Hoji come out and say that. But this guy, he doesn't say it. He, he keeps it to himself because he thinks he's smart. And he says, oh, 16? He heard you say six. I heard you say the whole world. Okay. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. We are, we are, we have a lot more to cover here, Hoji. Can I keep going? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we got the Lions. They have Stafford. He's still pretty young. You know, they're not hey, looking like twenty-three, good. right? 
and he's, he's good. Like, he's young. He's like what, thirty or something? No, I don't uh, know. Twenty-four, twenty-four, I think. Yeah. Okay, they're not replacing him. No you way. know, not with all that money. No way. And then you have the Bears with Josh Allen, right? He's great. They're not replacing him. So that's the Broncos. And we know they like who, John? Drew Locke, right? And I yeah. like Drew Locke. I call him Goldilocks or Goldie Arms. You can call him either one in my book. He's very good. He should be number one. I think whoever – I don't know why they, they don't have him at number one. He's the real superstar in the draft. That's the yeah. It is debatable. But but when I see that arm, that's why I call it a golden arm because it's, you know, it's good. Yeah. But the point is, the Broncos are more interested in Drew Locke than, say, Dwayne Haskins. Is that true, John? Can we confirm that? Uh, there's the Tampa Bay Bucks and Devin White, the linebacker of LSU, and there's the Broncos and Drew Locke. That's like the and obviously the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I think those are like the three like pseudo locks that you can make right now in terms of connections between players and teams that you can basically just sharpie in right now and in terms of who has interest and if those players are available to those teams and that's probably going to be the pick the question with the broncos is are they going to let drew lock fall to them or are they going to try to trade up because i know that the lions and the bills are both offering to trade back because they want to see how the board falls to them maybe the maybe even like the jaguars could want to trade back as well because we don't know of any other teams that are as interested in drew lock as the broncos are but it's very rare to see quarterbacks kind of fall to teams so the Broncos do like Drew Locke. It's just a matter of if they're going to stay there at 10 and let him fall to him, which it, which very well might happen. But it's just it, it's weird to mess with the historical presence there in terms of quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, so there's two things to discover to discuss with uh, Dwayne Haskins, because that's that's where we got to right now. Right. OK. Number one is the likelihood of the Bengals drafting him. Let's be honest. He's there at 11. The likelihood is high. It's yes. high. OK. He went, to, he went to Ohio State. Mike Brown basically is like, oh, let me get him, right? Uh, you know, he doesn't have to pay the movers as Safe face. Yeah, go ahead, please. He doesn't have to pay the movers as much. Keep going. I was just encouraging, encouraging your, your point because I agree with it. I believe that, yes, Haskins, I, I believe that's what's happening here. Yeah. And, you know, he's, you know, I don't know how, I don't know what the NFL comparison for him would be. Um, he had a great year, you know. He threw 50 touchdowns, his only real year starting all games. He, he, he takes chances to make winning plays. He knows how to read the defense. There's no doubt. Uh, he hits his receivers, his fast receivers in a stride. You know, that's better than Dalton in that regard. He takes hits in the pocket. You know, he, he has some good traits. But John was saying, you know, we don't have a great history of quarterbacks with one year starting. We also know he's not a great scrambler. He doesn't throw it on the run that well. No. You know, and he, he not, doesn't, he, he, yeah, go ahead, please. Not great under pressure, right? I mean, not right. great. Not great under pressure. Which is which so, is bad. We've seen that. We've seen that cause problems in our own uh, lineup. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is this. Is he as good or better than Dalton? Yeah, maybe. And he's no. a lot cheaper. So that appeals to, you know, Mike Brown and to Zach Taylor, the chance that, you know, he can build around someone from the very start. Right? And, 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 and before we go to John, let's go to Hoji real quick, because that, that is exactly what Zach wants in this guy. Because honestly, for, for, from my perspective, I'm fine with Dalton over Haskins. I'm not a big Haskins fan. I'm, I say keep Dalton, even though he's got more experience at least, because Haskins is no superstar. But what Zach is going to like about Haskins is be able to shape and form, form, you know, him, uh, uh, from the bottom up, 
and make him the guy that that he wants. Uh, John, what do you think? Yeah. So he, he, this is this is a story that was two years in the making because in twenty seventeen. You had Andy Dalton kind of in the middle of his of the contract that he's in right now, and Marvin Lewis saying every quarter, every position is available for us to draft in the first round except for quarterback. And what, what did we see that, that year? We picked John Ross with both Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson on the board. Big L right there. Last year, they traded back from the 12th yeah. overall, took them out of the Josh Rosen conversation, still had the chance to draft Lamar Jackson, ended up taking Billy Price. Right now, looks like another L. So that's two years yeah. and potentially four franchise quarterbacks that they let pass and go by. Right now, I'm not the biggest fan of Dwayne Haskins of the quarterback that he is right now. I think that the most apt comparison to him is a riskier Derek Carr. And I know that Hoji is a fan of Derek Carr. I like, I like but, Derek. But, but, but it's more of who Haskins is right now. And that's the whole problem and the whole kind of mystery with Haskins as an evaluation because – the good things and the bad things that you see on tape, it all has to be taken under the precaution that this is just the guy with one year of tape. And as Daddio said, the most recent examples of quote-unquote successful in your starters is you have Cam Newton and Mitchell Trubisky. It's yeah. very rare for quarterbacks who have one year of collegiate starting experience to go to get drafted in the first round. And when you look at Newton, that's obviously an exception in terms of overall ability and athleticism and just yeah. him being actually Superman and how he was able to make plays. And then Trubisky is very much up in the air and there's a lot of there's just as many doubters with him as believers so the the whole historical precedent with one-year starting quarterbacks is is very risky but also Kyler Murray's a one-year starter and he's about to go number one overall why because Murray can create more on his own uh, besides the fact that he's 30 pounds lighter and you know a couple inches shorter it gives him an athleticism edge but when we see Haskins when, when things start to break down in front of him it's hard for him to adjust his feet right. his work is hard from the throw off base and that led to some problems early on in, in Ohio State season but as that season progressed, Haskins became more comfortable in Ohio State system. He was able to go, flow better in, into the flow of the offense. He was able to produce more, and that's what got him into the Heisman race candidate. But yeah. overall, Haskins as a prospect is risky. That 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 has yes. to be understood right yeah. now. One year starters is risky. He's he's really young and, and overall, but and he's not going to be able to start in 2019. But if he's there, if he if the Bengals are in a position to draft a first round quarterback without trading up, they would be the first team since the Buffalo Bills did in 2013. If they have a chance to potentially get a positive future beyond Andy Dalton as soon as possible, they need to take that chance, even if there is a risk with Haskins. Well, let's be honest, they're not gonna do that. Okay. So they're not I gonna think... take him if he falls. Oh, they will. They're not gonna trade up. No, they're I not they're not they're gonna just... trade up. The no, only no, way, the only way that I could see him trade up. Is if they do with the Bills because they have this weird, you know, brother. Yeah, and brother. Maybe, maybe, but only if they have. And to that's, only like, that's only like two spots. So it's not going to be like giving up a second round or a no. future first rounder. That's not. They, they would no, never they're not going to give up anything more than like a third round pick. And right. If you're turning right. up two spots, that might be the highest price that you would. Right. Have. Exactly. I think we're on the same page. But you know, uh, my thing is this: I could see them taking Haskins round one, or maybe Will Greyer uh, second round. You know, yeah, I like, I like and, that. and I think I'd be happy with the second option, to be honest yes. with you. I know a lot of Ohio State, and uh, because I know uh, Greyer is a high risk, high reward type of guy. Um, uh, but you know, I, I'm not, I'm not too crazy about any of these guys. You know, I, I'm still hoping they they make a move for Rosen, but you know, it seems like that's out of the uh, picture. But okay, so the other options, if we don't go quarterback round one, they're pretty good. You know, we have mm-hmm. just real quick. I'm gonna read them off, and then we'll talk about them. Ed Oliver, right? Devin White, Devin Bush, okay, TJ Hawkinson, 
Okay, these are the guys that that I think that are good fits and a realistic uh, chance for the Bengals. We can even you know, throw Hawkinson's teammate Noah Fant, another tight end. Yeah, I think I think Hawkinson the better blocker. Is that right? Uh, yeah, he's more experienced in that role, I think. But yeah. I think Fant has the athleticism that you look for in a tight end drafting that high. Okay, That's okay. So let's, so let's go through this real quick. So Ed Oliver, he's he's from uh, he played for Houston. He's very explosive. Some people that talk about his. Uh, measurables and compare them, uh, you know, to Aaron Donald. And obviously, it's not Aaron Donald level, but the, the agility, the explosiveness, the fluidity he has. He's from an NFL family. His brother played right guard. His dad played running back. But you know, he, he's lacking in length. He's a little uh, shorter in the in the arm length and the whatnot. And he he kind of gets clogged up against the bigger bodies. He can get overwhelmed on some down blocks and double teams and that kind of a stuff. Now. John, how would you feel? Because here's the thing. Look, we Gina Atkins, we don't he could he could take his game to another level playing next to a competent, you know, defensive tackle, you know, a star defensive tackle. We could get a more a couple more years out of Dunlap. What do you think about this move, knowing we have such big holes with the linebacker position? Look, and right behind quarterback, the next biggest need for every NFL team is pass rushers. Even if you have four to five guys that you're comfortable going out there on Sunday, it, you you need a, you need a seven to eight man rotation that goes that deep in order to consistently get pressure on the opponent's quarterback. It's rare to find a prospect that has elite production, that has elite athleticism, and is only going to be 21 years old when he starts his rookie year. But that that's the case with that Oliver. And the comparisons to Aaron Donald aren't really fair to him because Aaron Donald is just another type of human but when you compare the both Aaron Donald was a retro senior when he declared for the NFL when he left the NFL draft so he was much more developed in terms of his technique and his pass rushing prowess and that's how he was able to produce at the level that he did in Pittsburgh Aaron Donald's best production came when he was a true sophomore when he was 20 19 years old and and yeah it came against the American Athletic Conference which is not a powerhouse conference compared to the SEC or any, any other power five conference, but that production is still otherworldly and should have been taken notice. Even if he kind of fell off his junior year and he dealt with injuries, he dealt with other coaching issues and you can kind of put that aside and, and knock it off. is not that big of a deal, but it's rare to find a prospect that checks all those boxes and also has the dominant tape to, 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 to also match it up. He plays a very valuable position. He's an extreme athlete. He has the historical pres production of an all pro player. It's it, he's a top five player in this class. And when you look at who else the Bengals have at defensive tackle besides Geno Atkins, there's no one there that you can say we can pass on Oliver because we have these guys. Ryan Glasgow, he's decent, but you but you would play Oliver over, over Glasgow. And even oh, yeah. if oh, yeah. and even if he plays the same position as Geno Atkins, you're still guaranteed 400 to 500 snaps playing next to him when they go on four pass rushing sets, when they go take the nose tackle off the field, when they go in, into nickel sets. So you're, you're going to get playing time from Oliver. You're going to get production from him, and you're going to get an eventual Geno Atkins replacement. That is a great pick at Lone Thrower Brawl. Okay. Let me put it like this, John. We need an athletic linebacker really, really, really bad. Like It's like, it's like without that, I don't see us ever stopping – good teams when it really matters, okay? No, now, no. the question is, if we don't get that in the first round, is that available later? And the other question is, are the guys in the first round what we need? Now, for instance, let's take Devin White. He's as athletic as it gets, right? Mm -hmm. He's super athletic, uh, very physically impressive, high motor, all that stuff. But coverage, he relies on his physical ability more than you know dissecting the defense and whatnot. He can get exposed sometimes on the on the on the play action. 
on the misdirection and zone, you know, he, uh, again, I mean, he, he's, 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 he's basically relying on his natural talents, you know, and, and that's more what the Bengals have right now. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was exactly going to say. We have, what's the guy we drafted last year? Malik Jefferson. Right. So we kind of have one of those, obviously not as athletic, not as talented, but you know, and then you have Devin White, uh, sorry, you have Devin Bush from Michigan, who is kind of the opposite. Of, I mean, he's not, a, he's a little undersized. He doesn't have the, the best size and all that, but he's a very patient player. He disguises himself on blitz and all that, and a little better in coverage from what I understand in terms of being able to read the defense, right? So, so the thing with both of them is that they're both extraordinary athletes. I think Bush tested even better for his size compared to Devin White, which is honestly a surprise because on tape you see a little bit more stiffness with Bush, and they both kind of had different strengths. With, with White, he's more that traditional scrape over the top, kind of play from the numbers to numbers and be able to make those plays down the sidelines starting from the opposite side of the field. With Bush, he's more of a downhill guy. He'll, he'll be able to take on blockers. He's much better as a blitzer. And yeah, he, he might have better instincts right now because he had, had a little bit more playing experience. But I think both of them have the raw skills that you can mold into a linebacker who will be able to to, to develop solid instincts and coverage and just reading his keys and whatnot. But they both they both have the right stuff right now to be able to develop like that. And I think that's important with the Bengals, what they have in linebacker right now is because I think more so over raw talent has been coaching and lack of development with, with that position group and maybe under a new defense coordinator on, under in, in a defense past Marvin Lewis, I think they can finally get to that next step and mold the talent that they have now, but they, they do need one more great talent piece. And yeah, I well, that, what I, I'm saying, John... I, one of the yeah, guys but, can, but, can get that but, done. But, 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 well, just let me interject real quick. I mean, you mentioned Marvin yeah. Lewis. I just wanted to uh, take, a, take a walk down memory lane, and maybe everybody's going to disagree with me, and that's fine. You know, if you put it in the comments. Tweet at me. You know, I, you know that's fine. But uh, but I, I, at this moment, uh, just uh, just a few weeks from draft, I'm missing Marvin Lewis. <laughs> I am no, I really. The man was creative, and you know his hands were tied. You know, I mean, he was clear he was getting orders from above, and he wasn't able to get the. But when it came to getting defense, to stacking the defense in really creative ways, I mean, he did that. He got you know, like I, I, I thought one creative move we saw this season. Not of course Lewis is gone, uh, but one creative move we saw this season. Was uh, was uh, the, the the Jaguars getting their backup quarterback from the Apollos guy from the, the, the when the AFL fell out? No, we think about that, John. Was that creative or just dumb? What signing an AFL quarterback? The the, the AFF guy, the, the 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 Orlando Apollos guy went to uh, the back. He became the backup QB for the Jaguars. That's smart. He, he produced in the AF. Like yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he was good. Man. AAF. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I thought that was, was like. Man, what does that have anything to do with Marvin Lewis? <laughs> That's because the kind of thing Marvin but Lewis would have done. Look, hold on. I just it, want to it, it's the kind of thing Marvin Lewis would have done. He was creative. Hold on, hold on, he, hold couldn't, he couldn't develop linebackers, which is the pull thesis. John, can, I, can we get back to the point? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this was the point. Okay, but here's what I want to say. John, uh, let's say we have a great defensive line, okay? And do you remember how bad our linebacking core was last year? Do you remember? It, it was basically... So, yeah, I do. Okay, do you guys, John, no, do you guys remember? Do you guys remember how Marvin Lewis made it work despite that toward the end of the season? Okay, I'm done. Did he? Yeah, he didn't make the line. Well, well, listen, he didn't make the linebackers work. No, no. He made the defense work despite yes. not having linebackers. Yes. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, God is here. This is what I'm saying. If we don't get one of these athletic linebackers in the in the round one, when when are we going to find a real linebacker? Where? Yeah. When? That's you what can, I'm saying. You can find that's, you can find good so, linebackers so like, all through the draft, John. 
You can. You like John can or the Bengals can? The Bengals can. That's what no, I know. Apparently, the Bengals and Marvin Lewis couldn't. The Bengals can. They don't know linebackers. No, we don't do linebackers. That's yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Let, let, let me twist this argument around because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we, we could have said this. We we, we could have said the same thing that about centers last year. We had to take a center in the first round. What did they do? They took the worst uh, center in the first round. No, that's, 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 that's the crap. same argument, John. No, we already had the center on our roster. Yeah, okay? that's, that's also true. And I knew that he was he was okay. So we were in fourth to you, take you, one. You personally didn't know Trey Hopkins could play center. Yes, I did. <laughs> I Anyways, that, that, yeah. that's the that's the same. Center was the biggest need, so we had to take in the first round. What, what it was a, it was a missing evaluation, oh, John, obviously. John, that's John. flawed process, man. It was Ohio State. It's because they were afraid of losing tickets as they went to it was, Ohio State. It was State flawed guys. process. You didn't. Yeah, need to but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, John. What I'm saying is, okay. I'm just saying, adding a talented athlete. If we, if let's say that Devin White and Ed Oliver. On Madden are both 95. I'd rather have the 95 linebacker considering who our team is. That's he what I'm saying. He plays a less important position. Guys, you need pass pressure over linebackers. Guys, I, I have bad news, man. One good or even great linebacker isn't going to solve our problem. Oh. But, at, but at least if we get a really good QB, in, at least the games are going to be fun to watch. <laughs> Because really, I mean, that's what you're going for here. I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of good QB, we know that Dalton is a much better QB than he has a tight end. Let's go to Hawkinson real quick. Okay. So TJ Hawkinson, man, this guy, he I had. Don't I don't want to. Okay. okay. Well, well, anyways. Let's uh, see what John says. I, I don't yeah, want to. Go ahead, John. John Not my pick. Not my pick. No, no, no. Not my tight end. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah I know. I've heard this so much. Not my tight end. Not my quarterback. I mean, it's everywhere. You hear this stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Like, can I tell? Yeah, please. Hawkinson checked most of the check marks. I think before Pitessa at the combine, it was obviously great tape, uh, great blocker. Comes from a scheme that implements a lot of NFL pro style concepts in 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 that in that offense. Even if he's not a future receiver, he still was a, a big part of that Iowa offense because they don't really predicate their scheme around individual talents. Um, tested fairly well in terms of explosion and flexibility. Didn't test really as fast as you would like to see, and that's kind of worrisome for his long-term potential. But I think he's still a really talented tight end. I'm just honestly a, a, a slightly bigger fan of his teammate Noah Fant because I think he did test with elite athleticism. He did have elite production at Iowa. I think his ceiling overall is higher in the NFL, even if he has a little bit more issues with drops. Because I think he's, I just think he's a better athlete, and I think that's going to help him win a, as a receiver more than than Hawkinson. I, like they both have great. After the catchability, I, I just think in terms of winning as a receiver, fans going to have an easier time. If he could just get over his drop issues, I think he'll be, end up being the more successful pro player with maybe Hawkinson having like the higher right. like, floor, if you will. Right, but John, here's I... the reality. John, well, really quick, I just want to say this. John, yeah. they're both uh, – excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. What was both... that? <laughs> Good. That's disgusting. <laughs> you have to eat less meat, man. He's choking. No, wait, no, what do you no. think let, I do when they turn my camera off? I was this man, this man, this man eats so much protein, so many animal carcasses are in this man's bowels. You know, you know, they rot in your bowels. You do know again, that. Again, they go right, they go right down the, the, the intestines. You do know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, with the, 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 you know, the, 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 what do you call it? The magician pursuit or whatever. Listen, here yeah, is yeah. what I want to say. Hunt, say it. You might as well write it in all caps, 
okay, Kavkevki or whatever, you might as well write it in all caps. Okay. Listen, John, what I'm saying is, what we know is that both these Titans are way better than Uzama, no. who I like, by the way. No, right? no, like, they, no, but no, they just no. paid Uzama. No, I like Uzama. Listen, let me tell you what happens this year, okay? Tyler Eifert is going to be healthy for half the season, and, and that's good for Tyler Eifert. I saw him just a few weeks ago. I saw a clip of him at a game. He was, like, doing something, drinking beer. He looked okay. He's going to be, he's going to be healthy for half the season, my guess is. And that'll give time for Uzama to, to develop a little more. Right, Uzama's good, man. He's fine. All right. My point is this. Uh, we don't we're not going to get a quarterback. And if we want to be competitive this year, the tight end is going to be huge, Randy Dalton. So let's just say Oliver's gone. Let's say Devin White's gone. We think we have a chance at Bush in the second round. You know, we both Bush, want to go back. Okay. Well, anyway. hey, 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 John, can you can you just kill my dream once and for all and tell me why it is the case that we can't get Rosen in a hypothetical universe where, where we'd want to? They're not, they're not interested in him, man. I know. I know. But I'm saying if, if, if I could make someone interested, if I could show up at the right little, you know, cocktail party and talk to, 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 to Zach and nibble on his ear or, or, or write a letter to, to Mike Brown or whatever, I'm saying, is it possible? Is there? A, is, I know they're not interested, but I'm saying, why is is it impossible? That's what I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. There's the same likelihood that they do this as if they want to trade for Russell Wilson. If you're going to concentrate oh, your effort yes. on something that's impossible, oh, yes. you might as well go for Wilson instead can of going they? for it. Can they? I mean, anybody can, but I don't think but anybody will. Answer, but yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that's but so I mean, stupid. But the Cardinals the Seahawks should pay him as much as they want. They should, man. He's the yeah, but anyways, you know, okay. So I, I just want to real quick say that I want to thank all our patrons out there yeah. because they're really great. And they've been yeah. patronizing us, even though, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They have been yes. patronizing toward us. Hoji no, always corrects no, me on that. No, no, okay, no, no. they, they the, anyways, we are patronized in their presence. <laughs> no. and, and, and anyways, can I just finish my sentence, Hoji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we have a lot of them, a lot. We have seven of them. Ashante Sanders, even though we didn't do a show for like two weeks. Well, we were collecting data, doing research, you know, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, we were working a good, you know, 15, 16 hours a day on the show. But Tim Brashear, Andrew Seiler, Brian Taylor, John Harden, Michael Ford, Tanner Garrett. Thank you all so much. You all make our lives so easy and so great. We love you. Yeah, and and, and guys, everybody should put comments, you know, write two comments, not just on the chat, but at the, at the, everywhere, you know, give us a five star on the podcast, write a little comment at the bottom, tweet at us. Let's get some conversation going, you know, because, yeah, because really, because let's be honest, that was passive aggressive. Can we acknowledge that in the comments? Well, you know, uh, no, we can't. We can't. That, that that would really be bad for ratings. But you know, I, I do I do appreciate it. And please please listen to the podcast. It's a really good podcast. It's yeah. it's not like the show. A little less visual. Uh, you're going to love it. Share it with your friends because I know not everybody have time to get on YouTube and watch for you know 30 yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, and if you yeah. listen to the last 10 seconds, you can hear my guitar solo, which Daddy will cut out most of it. Exactly, exactly. It has a lot of nice music. It's, it's yeah, a good podcast. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's about it. I just want to say one thing real quick. You know, I, I love being a Bengals fan. I love the Steelers rivalry. But can we not get involved in this whole, all this Antonio Brown stuff? He's not even on the Steelers anymore. But, I mean, I, I hate this whole, like, people taking sides with, like, you know, Antonio Brown, you know, is egotistical. And, and Juju 
uh, choked away the, the team's season and all that. It's just ridiculous. I mean, why can't both things be true? You know what I mean? You know, Juju is a choker. Antonio Brown is a baby. You know, he's an egotistical baby. I, I don't I don't get why we have to take sides. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's it. That's what I'm talking about. You see how you just did that? You just insulted them both. And you just were, you said, let's not insult. And then you insulted. That's the kind of thing you do. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have any comments about that. If not, that's all I had for today's show. Doji, John? Well, I think all of us know we're going to be watching AJ McKellen do really well in Texas uh, if the QB goes down there. So that's it. Okay. Oh, that's John? right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, still, he's back. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, still, he's still around. So. I thought he signed with the AF, AAF and then got. No, man. He's way above the AAF. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw him in the MAGA hat, so I'm no longer a fan. Okay, bye. Good night. Okay. That's all we have. We'll see you next time. So long. It's Kitty. Bye. Bye.